This is the Hidden Why Podcast, episode 723. My solo rant today, I'm sharing six practical tips to increase your productivity. Enjoy the show. G'day and welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast, guys. Lee Martin Lutzi here. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is six productivity hacks that I wrote some time back in a blog um, of 12 hacks, actually. So I'm sharing six today. I'll share another six next week for you. And this was written back in 2014. So I'm just going to take out each of these tips and share with you what they mean. It is the start of the year or near the start of the year. Um, One month has passed now, but this is a really good time to think about how we can increase our overall effectiveness and productivity. If you really want to go out there and smash your goals and and really have those achievements, uh, then these things are vital um, there's some tips that have helped me along the way, some that fall by the wayside occasionally still. Um, but look, they, they are important and they really do help you get to the end of your day feeling like you achieve more. And I started off the blog talking about how sometimes, you know, I used to get to the end of the day, lie in bed and just look back on the day and go, fuck, what, what did I actually achieve today? You know, you, you felt really busy. I felt really busy. I felt probably overwhelmingly busy. But looking back at the day, I didn't really have anything to to show for all the work that I did. You know, the results, the rewards, the achievements just weren't adding up. Um, And so these are a few of the things that have helped me along the way. Um, I've picked them up from mentors, Tim Ferriss, James Altucher, Tony Robbins, others included in all these as well, just listening to other podcasts. So they may not be uncommon to you. They might be. Um, So if this is of interest interest to you, if productivity of interest, then uh, check out these top six tips and I'll share the other six next week as well. The first one is to create solid habits and routines. Now I am not the most spontaneous person but I am very disciplined in my actions and routines. In fact I am so much so that when I break them I do notice how this affects on what I can achieve in any given day. Some of my friends are the total opposite. They live their lives as it comes doing as they wish in each moment and I feel that they lack too little structure for my liking. And to be honest, sometimes I actually am envious of this trait. I wish I could be more spontaneous, able to wake up and do something absolutely unexpected. But that's really rare in my life. I'm very disciplined to sticking to my routines, but it does help me achieve more. I notice when on holidays, when I don't have that routine, for example, that it's harder to make those achievements happen. Like most things in life, we need balance, but I do argue that when you're focusing on achieving a goal um, or whatever you're focusing on this year, highly effective people have a disciplined structure and stick to daily routines and rituals. For 90% of my day, you could pretty much predict where I'll be, what I'll be doing, and what time of the day it'll be. From the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, most of my days run on autopilot, a copy of the previous day with exception to the changing environment and challenges that I may face. Working in time blocks is one little hack to help you do this. I block out my day so that I know exactly what I should be doing and for what period of time. Now here's an example that was my life back in 2014 and that was from 5 to 5.45. I knew that was exercise time. I dedicated 45 minutes to exercise from 5.45 to 6. I dedicated that time to meditation from 6 to 7. I dedicated that time to writing from 8.30 to 10.30. I dedicated that time to making phone calls. Now, this has changed since then, and it continues to change as priorities change in life, and you need to adjust your calendar accordingly. 
but block out your time so you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing each time. It really helps you with your routines and really helps you establish um, solid goals to achieve throughout the day. The second hack is to wake up earlier. Now, starting off the day earlier, I believe is a sure way to become more effective in life. Now, I don't think this means you need to wake up at 4am and nor do I suggest that you need to get up earlier and sleep less. I think sleep is really important. But getting up earlier certainly does help and there are a few reasons for this. Firstly, I believe by getting up early, you gain a little extra time each day to focus on important tasks. And usually this is time of the day when no one else is awake, you have no distractions, you can get up and really focus on these things. For me, you just heard my routine, I like to get up and dedicate a couple of hours to meditation, to exercise, to journaling, and to really get my mindset in the right order for the rest of the day. And this is undistracted time where I can really just be with me, and it sets me up to get through all those other things in the day as well. Now, it might mean when you start doing this, you feel a little bit more sleepy, certainly towards the end of the day, and that's okay. What I suggest is you pop off to bed earlier. And typically what I found when I started doing this is that that was a good thing because mostly at the end of the day, I was just wasting my time on mindless activities like watching TV. The second thing, and I just sort of mentioned this, is that getting up early and really having that couple of extra hours or one extra hour even ahead of everyone else will help you feel prepared for the day. You won't feel rushed. Now, I notice when I do sleep in, and it's very, very rare since writing this to now, um, you know, it's a Sunday and I'm up at five o'clock. It was yesterday, Saturday, I'm up at four o'clock. I just get into that routine of getting up and I, I can't sleep anymore. I just get active and my mind starts to click over. I like to get up and active and I know it's the time where I can just dedicate to recording a podcast or to exercise or whatever it might be. It's really good time to being able to get up and then I don't feel rushed for the rest of the day. I can go into my day with a lot more ease and grace and um, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing because I used to know when I slept in, I'd wake up and feel rushed and I'd be running, 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 trying to catch, trying to chase my tail all day long. And that's not a good way to achieve what you want to achieve day to day. So give it a track. If you need to go to sleep a little bit earlier, do that. TV's not going to um, help you get your goals. Those other things will. Getting up a bit earlier will help you get there as well. And from what I've researched and read, most people, and this is not everyone, there are night people, and I know that a lot of um, people do prefer to do their best work at night, but for most people, research says that the first few hours in your day, a couple of hours after waking up, are your most productive hours. So get up at, at six o'clock, and then when eight o'clock your work starts, or nine o'clock your work starts, that's your productive time. You're going to be really fresh and ready to go. But if you're getting up just now before that, you're not going to be quite as on as you would be otherwise by getting up that little bit earlier. So get up earlier, that's hack number two. Hack number three, cut out unnecessary decisions. Every day we are faced with choices and options that require us to make a decision. Set on autopilot, many of these decisions are things that we do without thought. For example, brushing your teeth, shaving and sharing. These are things that we do every day without thought. Um, and we don't have to make the decision over it. We just know that when it's time to go to bed, we need to brush our teeth. Or when we wake up, we brush our teeth or whatever it might be. You know, these are the basic decisions that we all pretty much have put on autopilot. But there are plenty of other decisions in our lives that are minor, that are trivial matters that we still think about and we still make decisions about. And these are an unnecessary drain on our attention that could be better spent on more important decisions. What I suggest you do is spend an entire day and focus on 
what decisions you're making throughout the day and write them down if you can. Then at the end of the day, review them and see which you might be able to streamline or eliminate to help save wasted time and energy. Now, this might be a hard task to do because some things you might think that you're not really actually making a decision over, but I'm sure you are. So if you can really focus your attention and awareness on this activity for a day, it might just open your eyes to what sort of decisions you make. But here are a few examples. For me, it's what clothes you wear, um, what you're gonna eat for breakfast, lunch or dinner, um, what time you need to leave for work. These are the things that you don't really need to make decisions about, but many of us do. I have the same thing for breakfast every morning, miso soup and rice. I wear the same clothes pretty much every day, and it might seem a bit bland or boring, but it just helps me eliminate those unnecessary decisions that aren't important to achieving what I want to achieve day to day. Um, the other thing that really helps with this is your routines. You know, I don't need to make a decision about what tasks I'm doing next. I know that from nine to 12, I'm making phone calls or whatever it might be. You know, if you have that solid routine in place, you don't need to make a decision on what to do next. You know that it's in your routine, it's in your calendar, it's, it's already set and planned to go. So really, um, hack number three is cutting out unnecessary decisions. Think about those things. Um, it is really amazing. I know Steve Jobs was um, turtlenecks he used to wear, and that was his little hack to not have to think about what to wear. He could just slip into his clothes in the morning and, you know, have his mind thinking about more important decisions. And, you know, he had a fair bit of success there as well. Uh, live your life in themes. This is hack number four. And um, I did start off saying that you should read Awaken the Giant Within um, in this book by Tony Robbins. And I'm sure most of you have read it already, but if you're not, maybe it's a good one to read or even go back to. He helps you align yourself with what you really desire in life um, to align your goals with your core values. Um, it was a really good book and it opened up my eyes. It actually started my journey um, into into the field of personal development. Um, that book, that was that was one of the, the key starting points and that's when I actually started writing more and that's when I started creating the blog. So there you go. A little bit of a uh, back history there with that book but uh, pick up a copy of that book, guys. Check it out at thehiddenwire.com. It is there. I did review it. I should uh, update my review on that as well. But um, living your life in themes. So know what your values are. Uh, and that'll help you set your themes. Now, themes is something that I picked up from James Altucher, another mentor of mine. And um, he's got a great podcast. Guys, check it out. James Altucher uh, podcast or show, something like that. You'll find him online. He's a crazy looking head guy. Um, but he lives his life by themes. So what themes are, are basically more macro perspective values that you can live by each day. So for for me, for example, it could it's health, it's creative time, it's growth, it's relationships. So those are four things, for example. Now, they're very broad categories, but within each of those categories, what you have to aim to do is to do one or two tasks within each of those categories. So for health, I just need to do something that's health-focused every day, um, and that might be just going for a run or eating healthily. Um, for growth, you know, reading a book or doing something that's going to educate me a little bit further. Excuse me. Um, for what is the other one that I mentioned, creative time, you know, doing a bit of writing or a podcast or, or some creative um, sort of outlet for me is important to do every day. So these sort of things you can just incorporate into every life. And when they become a theme, they actually just form part of your routine. You just do them because you know you value them. You know they make you feel good. And they actually do, when you do them, you actually, when you feel better about yourself, you actually become more focused and dedicated to some of the other tasks that you have to do as well. So it helps you become more productive. So that's hack number four, live your life by themes. 
Hack number five, and I have Tim Ferriss to thank for this tip, is eliminate the unnecessary stuff in your life. Tim Ferriss is a bit of a master of elimination, and that's where I learned a lot of these ideas from as well. Productivity hacks, um, he's certainly taught me a lot in this field. But eliminate the unnecessary tasks um, in our life. So again, what I suggest you do is go through your day and look at all the daily practices, tasks, to-do lists, anything else that clutters your schedule, um, and even your thoughts. Um, and even your environment, you know, the, the physical um, possessions that you have. Have a look at all these things and see which are really unnecessary to what you're in pursuit of. So if you're heading out to achieve a goal, um, what's in your way? What becomes a distraction? Eliminate the unnecessary. Now, if you look at a messy desk, I don't believe that if you have a messy desk that you're going to be very productive. Now, this there are a few people that might be an exception to this rule. Creative people sometimes are like this. They work and thrive in mess, but really mess for me is a distraction. Um, so I think, you know, getting really organized, getting rid of the unnecessary stuff around you is a really good way to help you increase your overall effectiveness because it cuts out distractions. Um, tasks are also the same. Have a look at the 80-20 rule or the Pareto principle. What are the 20% of things that get you 80% of the results? Keep that stuff. The 80% that's getting you 20% of the results, reassess that stuff. Now, perhaps some of that stuff you can't eliminate, it is necessary, but maybe it's just unimportant. So maybe you can outsource that or delegate it out to others or even reduce it. And then there's a lot of other stuff that is just absolutely unnecessary. So I would say scrap it. If you find a task um, that's on your list that's coming up every day, but you get to the end of the day and just have not enough time to get it done and it keeps reoccurring, it's probably a good sign that maybe it's not really that important and maybe you can actually just get rid of it. Remove it from your to-do list if it's on a to-do list. I don't really like the to-do list, but if it is on a to-do list, get rid of it because it's just cluttering your to-do list and becoming a distraction and it actually creates a sense of overwhelm and stress and anxiety and that's not good for focusing on the priority goals. So really a task of elimination is a great way to increase your productivity every day. So just really look at your tasks, look at your calendar, look at your environment and see what things are unnecessary to what you actually want to achieve every day. Hack number six, and this is the last six for today. I'll share another six next week. Sort out the technology in your life. Um, now, tech has been designed to improve our efficiency, yet often it seems to hinder our efficiency. So here are some things to keep in mind. I believe we need to set time to use technology, and we don't use it unless it's important to the task at hand. Choose, for example, when you check emails or answer calls. I don't believe that any call or email is a reason or warrant to stop everything that we're doing. Generally speaking, there is nothing so urgent that cannot wait a couple of hours, unless, of course, your wife might be going into labor. You could pick up the phone then. But other than that, what warrants the interruption to the priority task that you're working on right now? Tech does this, it is set up and it is designed to get our attention. So there are a few ways to assist us with this and that is number one, for your phone for example, turn off all notifications. And you can go to your settings and do that quite easily. Uh, put the phone on silent when intending porting tasks. So don't let your phone or notifications interrupt you. Um, and that includes turning off the vibration function. That shits me, that little function. Um, turn that little vibration off because even a vibration will still get your attention. You'll look at your phone. Sometimes I still have some pop-up notifications come up for my calendars and um, I think messages as well. If I'm in a task, I'll turn my phone upside down so I don't see 
the it doesn't buzz or vibrate or anything like that, but it still can illuminate, yeah. So by flipping my phone upside down, I can't see that, and that actually helps avoid um, distraction. There are certain apps and programs to help you do this with your computer as well. Um, setting up notifications on your computer, you can turn all those off as well, but there are other apps to help you, uh, for example, avoid you from logging into social media. And that's the next one. I think social media is a big distraction. Now, depending on what industry you're in or what career you're pursuing, it may be an important one for you. Um, it does have its place. But for me, you know, setting up times where I view it or get onto it is important. I try and stay off social media. I'm not really good at it. Uh, I understand the benefits of it, but I just hate spending time on it. It's just such a suck of the time. So really, I use it to post my posts, and that's really Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. But I'm very rarely on it, and the one you find me on the most, if you ever want to connect or interact, guys, is Facebook. So, um, you know, setting up times where you can go on social media is important too. TV is another, you know, source of tech that really distracts us, and I think I used to uh, turn on the TV as soon as I got home, um, even if I wasn't watching it. It was just a distraction, negative in the background, um, you know, a waste of time, basically. So turn off your TV, get rid of your TV, set up your lounge room so the TV's not a focal point. Um, things like that can really help you focus on the task at hand and not let tech become a distraction. Use tech as it's meant to be used and that is to help improve your efficiency. So if it's gonna help you with the task at hand and help you achieve it in a more efficient manner, then yeah, maybe it's beneficial, but otherwise just turn it off, don't let it distract you. So guys, that's it. That, are, that is my, those are my six top tips to become more productive. Moving into 2019, still relevant, and I'll share another six with you next week. As always, guys, jump online, leave your comments, thoughts, and questions there. Let me know what you think in the comment sections for this episode, 723. And you can also interact with me on Facebook, The Hidden Why, or my email address, thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for passion and purpose. Enjoy. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose and in doing so you will discover your hidden why this is the hidden why my name is Lee Manutzi until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon